1: AT hey, e. Sparky, 5 or 55 past the hour. Time for another Milwaukee Sports Time Out here on a Pick A Football Friday as we broadcast live from the Wendy's studios. Don't forget, when the Bucks win, you win at Wendy's. Within 24 hours after each Bucks victory, get yourself a free Frosty at Wendy's at participating Wisconsin Wendy's. Don't forget, try that peppermint Frosty. Time now to talk with Bill Bender of the Sporting News. National writer covers pro and college football. We'll talk to him shortly. And anytime we talk about Green Bay, a football Friday it's sponsored by Ottos Wine and Spirits with their seven-employee-owned location serving Milwaukee, Otto's Wine and Spirits.com. Bill, uh, the Packers will not be eliminated from playoff contention this weekend. Uh, however, that means that Aaron Rodgers will continue to start until they are, and then we think we'll see Jordan Love. Uh, if you were a Packer fan, how important would it be to you to see Jordan Love?
2: It depends. I mean, if they were on the table, which you look at their schedule, question well, very difficult test playing Miami and Minnesota, yeah, you're going to play Aaron Rodgers. You're going to try to build off a nice comeback victory on Sunday. And if not, and like you said, if they want to look at Jordan Love the last two weeks, that's not the worst idea. Then they can evaluate where they're going from there in the offseason. Um, I was impressed. Love got in in that Philadelphia game. Yeah, got the ball out quick, had a nice touchdown to Christian Watson. And I think it's it's fair of Aaron Rodgers to be that way. I think
1: if you're the Green Bay Packers right now, in a perfect world, right, you make the playoffs and then you make some noise in the playoffs. The reality of the situation is they're not going to make the playoffs, probably even if if they win a bunch of games here. I don't know how they beat Miami on Christmas Day unless you know Miami continues to have injury problems. Uh, but looking ahead, with the Jordan Love option coming up, fifth-year option and so forth, they're going to have to make a decision on Jordan Love. Now the question is whether or not they have enough information to make said decision.
2: Right, and that's what you want to see over the last couple of games. Maybe you go from there and, you know, and whether it means starting a new chapter with Jordan Love or staying the course with Aaron Rodgers for another season. I honestly – I don't know about you. I just – defense is not my concern for the long-term health of the Packers. It's what they do with that defense, how they, – if they if there's a coordinator switch or – you know what I mean, like just seeing more out of that defense. Rashawn Gary's injury was a tremendous blow. But uh, and they did play well in the second half, but that's the side of the ball where I would be more concerned about the future of Green Bay. As strange as that sounds,
1: it's funny because you're a huge college guy. We're going to talk a little bit about the Badgers uh, as well and their changes. But you look at the the draft picks that they've used on the defensive side of the football. I think Packer fans go use all that draft capital. You should be better than what you're playing, the level you're playing at right now. But there's a part of me that says maybe these guys just aren't as good as what we all think they are.
2: And that's a fair thing, too. I mean, you know, these aren't – it's not like they're a bunch of fifth and sixth-round draft pick guys, right? I mean, Jair Alexander turned it up in the second half last week. Um, You know, Quay Walker's a guy that I think still has a lot to prove at the linebacker position, but he does have a a lot of high-end potential. Um, You know, again, the injury to Gary, you you have to find pass rushers from there. But I I agree with you. There is – that's probably the biggest frustration – from a Packer fan standpoint, is you know that they've spent the last couple drafts on defense, and those guys, you you need to see more, quite honestly. That was apparent in the Tennessee loss, where they they simply couldn't get off the field on third down.
1: And a guy like Kenny Clark, who was a monster there for the last couple of years, and now this year, really hasn't had a ton of impact plays.
2: Right, And, and I think those are the things that are, to me, a lot of the things that, you know, and I'm national media, quote-unquote, but the, the, I get scoffed at is when the narrative is always about the offense and Rodgers' future and what they did or didn't do at receiver. And I I like to remind people every week, hey, by the way, are we going to give the Packers credit for drafting Christian Watson? Because, man, once he got healthy, he's scoring a touchdown every week now. He's an explosive player with the ball in his hands. I think when you pair him and Romeo Dubes when uh he, you know, a couple seasons, those guys are farther along in their rookie seasons than some other Packers receivers were in the past, and that's got to excite you.
1: Yeah, no, no doubt about that. And I think it should excite Rodgers. Uh, now, nah, again, fifty-nine million dollars excites him to probably want to come back next year as well. But cool. he's got to feel better about the wide receiver room than he did probably coming into the season. I uh, make a transition here over to the Wisconsin Badgers, like we talk about all the time. Uh, our guy Bill Benner here, huge college football guy. Did you see the Luke Fickle coming out of left field for the Wisconsin Badgers? Because I don't think any Badger fan saw it coming, and I don't think any former Badger player saw it coming.
2: Oh, no, I did not. But I will say this with, and I'm not doing it because I'm on your show, I think it's the best hire of the offseason. I I do, of this carousel. I know Deion's getting a lot of attention. I understand that. Uh, Matt Rule's getting some attention in Nebraska. But if you look what Luke Fickle did at Cincinnati, from a draft standpoint, from a talent development standpoint, from the quarterback position standpoint. And if he can bring all of those things to Wisconsin with his Big Ten knowledge and the way he recruits the Midwest, and it started with a great hire of Phil Longo, I think Wisconsin's going to make some noise sooner rather than later in that division.
1: See, I mean, and I I was talking to my former cohort, Gary Ellerson, who's a former Packer and Badger uh, running back. And we were talking about this today on the phone, talking about, you know, Ohio State and Ryan Day and all these Buckeye fans, oh, get rid of Ryan Day, he can't beat Michigan and so forth. There's a part of me that wants him to beat Georgia in the playoff uh, and win the whole damn thing to keep Ryan Day at bay at Ohio State to let us laugh Luke Fickle as long as possible. Because as a Badger fan, there are some that go, well, he's only going to be here till Ohio State wants him and then he's going to be gone. Uh, and that very well may be true. Uh, so the longer Ryan Day does well or does something, the longer, hopefully, Luke Fickle stays in Madison.
2: Well, that and – see, I think Ryan Day, you know, like the ridiculous part of this is that they were trying to put a coach with a 90% winning percentage on the hot seat. Correct. And the absurdity – I'm not going to get into the absurdity of that. But with Fickle, I think Wisconsin has a realistic chance, and this is a program that I point this out to people all the time. Since the college football playoff era started, sixth best record among Power 5 schools. The five schools ahead of him are the usuals, right? The Bama's and Clemson and High State, and those are the programs that have been to the playoff. Luke Fickle elevates this program. He really does. And I think, and it starts at the quarterback position. If you look at the work he did with Desmond Ritter, if you bring that to Madison, along with the talent development, the way that they recruit offensive linemen, running game, tough defense. I mean, you can make the argument. Look at all the NFL players he sent from Cincinnati. I mean, you've got to just, Wisconsin say he will send more from Wisconsin with the resources he has, and Wisconsin is more attract. Well,
1: I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong on this, but I would assume Wisconsin is more attractive to possible recruits than maybe Cincinnati is because it's the Big Ten and Ohio State, Michigan, USC, UCLA. They're both coming uh, as well. Is it a more attractive place? Will he be able to get you know bigger name recruits at Wisconsin than he was at Cincy?
2: I don't see why not. I mean, the collection the collection of coaches that the Big Ten has right now. If you look in the East, obviously you got Harbaugh and Day that make most of the headlines. James Franklin won 10 games, and then the West, you know, bolstering when UCLA and USC come over, you're gonna have Chip Lincoln, uh, Matt Rule. I think is going to do a nice job at Nebraska. I think it's going to take him a little bit longer, and then you put Fickle on top of it, who I think is one of the top six or seven coaches in college football.
1: Ooh.
2: And I really, I really believe that. I mean, just he took Cincinnati to a playoff and they, heated for four quarters with Alabama with less stop. Yeah. And I think that's just a, a nod to what he can do. Yeah,
1: no, no no, doubt about that. I totally agree with you on that. Bill Bender, he is uh, with the Sporting News and is nice enough to join us from f- time to time. Talk a Packer football, talk a little Badger football national writer again. Follow him at Bender 92 Bill, thanks so much for coming on, man. Really appreciate it.
2: Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me on. Take care.
1: Okay, picture
0: this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.